Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, hello, loves. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Tuesday. Boy, is this week going fast or what? <laughs> I guess I'm just being optimistic. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Good to uh, be with you. And I know that uh, I-, I wasn't going to actually do this as a topic to start off the program, but I'm going to do it as a topic to start off the program. But before I get into the actual topic itself, uh, let me just do a little bit of a uh, preamble, if you don't mind. Now, if you listen to the show, you know that you're humble host of all of the stupid things. What does he get? He gets an umbilical hernia. And why? I, wait, I just referred to myself in the third person. Could you just slap me? Thank you. Just uh, metaphorically, uh, just slap me. Okay, th- thank you. I deserve that. Um, but <clears throat> I uh, have been dealing with this umbilical hernia. And uh, <clears throat> the uh, bottom line is, I told you the story last week about how uh, a doctor, and I shall not name the physician involved, um, got upset with me because I had the audacity to call the surgical scheduler four times in one day because I needed some vital information. And I wasn't a jerk, okay? I I might be hard to believe, but I wasn't a jerk. And I even said, so-and-so, I'm really not trying to drive you crazy, but I really need a call back. And that just didn't go over very well. So I was forced to find a different surgeon. And I want to thank my friend, local guitar virtuoso and all-around great guy, John LaJoy. I like to call him Jean LeJoie, just to have some fun. And he'll punch me in the mouth, and his friend Scott will hold me down and emasculate me, uh, make a capon of me. Uh, but anyway, uh, talk about a difference in physicians' offices. I go in today, all right, to uh, a building 
quite close to ECMC. And yes, I am naming the hospital because I take responsibility for what I say. I can't take responsibility for what you say. And if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know that I'm a major fan, number one, of ECMC, and number two, of the Buffalo Medical Corridor and our opportunity in our area to basically become the next Cleveland or the next Mayo Clinic. Hold the Mayo, but uh, I'm a big fan. But the doctor's office today was, it was unbelievably efficient, okay? They had sent the paperwork in advance. It was all filled out. The ID was there. The uh, insurance identification card was out and ready to go. And they were delighted that I had everything all ready and typed out and literally was in and out of the doctor's office, the surgeon's office, within 15 minutes, tops. Now, that is how you run a doctor's office. Um, You don't put a surgical scheduler in charge of scheduling surgeries and then assign that person a million other duties so they can never get back to the people whom you are supposed to be helping. So I'm not going to tell you the name of the surgeon that I'm going with, but let me simply say I was very, very, very impressed, as I usually am uh, with ECMC because it is a level one trauma center. Now, this, this is certainly not a traumatic situation, but it definitely has to be addressed. All right. I mean, if you've had a hernia, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world, but after a while, you kind of get sick of poking your intestines back into your body. It, it's not good dinner conversation. But uh, everything is all set up and ready to go, and it was totally painless. It was totally efficient. And the German part of me, the German part of me, um, was very, very impressed by this uh, new doctor. I said new, not nude doctor. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to get it done. There will be a minimum uh, disruption to this program. Just so you know, it's not going to be one of these things where I have to take off for a month, like the cervical fusion and the urethroplasty, uh, and the other stuff. is going to be very quick, and I, I can basically do my uh, recovery at home. But the point I'm trying to make here is such a difference in professionalism and in patient care uh, with the surgeon with whom I dealt today. And I assure you, this surgeon did not think I was some pain in the butt out to make his life miserable, treated me like a human being. Of course, the fact that one of the ladies in the office has a husband who's a big fan of the show, maybe that didn't hurt things, but I think anybody would get the uh, the same treatment and, and have the same good, positive vibrations uh, that I had leaving it. In fact, I'm pretty sure it took me longer to walk from the parking lot <laughs> than it did to be inside the surgeon's office. And I, a lot of you, I, I find out from reading email, a lot of you uh, have had uh, 
hernia surgeries, uh, including a lady I've known for a long time who is a wife of a friend of mine whose name you would know. And uh, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. I regard this as kind of a nuisance situation, like having a wart taken off. Um, I Believe me, I've been through far worse. So this will be no big deal. And like I said, and this will make Tim Wenger very happy, especially approaching the holidays. Um, I can finally give him dates, which he needs, because I'm not trying to brown nose Tim Wenger, okay? I don't need to. We're friends. We've been friends. I've worked for him and with him for decades, so we know each other. I don't have to go through uh, and shine his shoes on a daily basis, maybe every other week, but not on a daily basis. Um, But he'll be very, very happy that everything is uh, thoroughly established. And frankly, I'm going to tell you, I'm very happy that I don't have to miss a lot of time uh, for this particular procedure. The uh, urethroplasty, and I'm not even going to tell you what that involved, but I will give you a visual, if it's okay with you. Um, The visual, have you ever been to Ted's Hot Dogs? Have you ever seen when the hot dog, I'd like to say foot long, but that would be grievously misleading. Have you ever seen when the hot dogs split open from end to end? Yeah, that is kind of what happened during that particular procedure. And I am not going to lie, that was probably, if Dante had known of that particular procedure way back when, It would have been one of the circles of hell. And I don't believe that's much of an exaggeration at all. And the cervical fusion was, that was no day at the beach either, let me tell you. And I'm not trying to whine here, all right? And I don't don't want sympathy. Hey, you want to set up a GoFundMe account? Go for it. I could use it. But, uh, I mean, who who couldn't use it? But uh, that one was... Um, that one was, shall we say, interesting. I'll simply say very interesting. And the worst part about it, uh, I don't know how many of you have plans to get operated on in the not-too-distant future, but basically the longer you are anesthetized, uh, the greater the risk that you're going to run into uh, anesthesia delirium, where you wake up and for a few days and maybe longer, you are not yourself. And I would call your attention, and this is where Tim Wenger is going to say, Tom, don't say it, don't say it, but I have to because it's one of the most memorable moments of a 40-plus year radio career. It was after that surgery and anesthesia delirium that I tried to come back early and do a radio show. And Tanner, do you happen to remember hearing about the radio show with Josh when you were training at all? Did you hear that story of infamy at all, Mr. Saunders? Somewhat. I remember Josh saying that was the closest he's ever come to leaving this place. I do remember he said that. (laughs) Well, he does understand that I was totally out of it, right? Mm-hmm, yes. And I had, I, I, I just, I tried to be a good worker, a good little worker bee, but I made the mistake uh, of trying to come back too early. And it was, it was not, 
it, it wasn't good for anybody. And all I can say is, thank God Tim pulled me off the air. And he said, Tom, just go to your couch and get some sleep. And as I've said many a time, two minutes after I got off the air, I literally got yanked off the air. True story. Uh, and I'm not, and Tim did the absolutely the right thing, and I'm grateful uh, that he did it. But within two minutes, I was I was down. I was down and out on the couch for uh, for pretty much the rest of the day. But uh, this upcoming situation is going to be nothing like that. It's basically a 20 minute procedure, and it's not the end of the world. But what that is the preamble for or that for which the preceding was the preamble, uh, is something that I want to get into, and I don't know if this is going to work, okay? I, I didn't mm, I, I didn't really think I was going to go down this road, but I have to because things change in life, all right, on a, on a daily basis. By the way, Tanner, I'm kind of upset. I didn't realize that I had upset Josh so badly on that day, I'm so sorry. If you if you see Josh today, would you just offer my renewed apologies? And as long as well, I'm I'm pretty sure that he knows that's not the way I am. And it was absolutely classical anesthesia delirium. Okay, I just I need you, Tanner, to intercede and advocate on my behalf. Could could you do that today, Tanner? Certainly. I already saw him today, but uh, I'll see him again tomorrow and I'll let him know. But I would say well, I, should I think probably. it's all water under the bridge at this point. I mean, he never speaks ill of you when we, we talk about no. you, so I think he's good. But I'll do it well, just I as love, a precaution. I Yeah, I just because I, I never want I mean, because when I was your age, I was a jerk. You know, in fact, I was a jerk well past your age. But the people uh, with whom I have worked, I think, in the past uh, 10 to 15 years behind the glass, as you are right now, would have a different take on what's it like to work with that idiot than people from 30 or 40 years ago. Um, And I, I, I feel bad hearing that about Josh, but Josh did nothing. He did nothing wrong. Okay, just so we're on the same page. I take and accept full responsibility. The only exculpatory factor I will say, I will mention, is I tried to be a good worker bee, and I just was not anywhere close to being ready. And as like I'm laughing about it now, but when it was happening, it was not funny. It, 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 at the time, it was embarrassing. And um, I, I hope that they somehow have found a way to keep that up on the website because I'd like to go back and listen to it someday and just whenever I need a good cringeworthy oh did that really happen that would be the thing to which I would most want to listen if you understand what I'm saying but um, I want to talk about some stuff that is going around and see if it is hitting Western New York like it is hitting so many places around the world and so many places around the country. Now, I have to tell you that, and I'm not going to name names here on this, uh, except one, and she's totally cool with it, but uh, one of the things that has happened today, spent a lot of time on the telephone with people with whom I am very, very close personal friends and have been 
as for our Canadian listeners, and have been for quite some time. And there is some nastiness going around, galloping crud that is prancing throughout western New York and making a lot of grown-ups and making a lot of children absolutely miserable. Now, I'm happy to tell you that I'm in fine fettle. There ain't nothing wrong. Well, (laughs) that might be a subject of debate for a future show, but there ain't nothing wrong with me along these lines. But do you know in your family people who have this lower and or upper GI thing that is going around? Um, There is, look, there is something that is so, it makes you feel so powerless when you have an upper or lower GI situation, gastrointestinal, because it is embarrassing, it's noisy, (laughs) and not in a good way. My goodness, I believe that was an F sharp. No, that was a B minor, actually. Uh, (laughs) Some musicians are laughing about what I'm saying right now, and that's about it. But uh, there is the, the galloping crud of the upper and lower GI. There is a nasty, and I mean a nasty cold, which is galloping like the four horsemen of the apocalypse throughout western New York. And there's also this thing, and and you can look this up online, which is uh, one of the reasons I wanted to at least just start off the show talking about this, because I think a lot of people are affected um, by it. There is this respiratory thing that you're starting to hear more and more about as the days um, go on. And it is nasty. And uh, I will tell you that I know people who are in phenomenal shape. They take great care of their bodies. Some of them actually wash their hands after using the bathroom. I, I know it's hard to believe, but they do. And every single thing that I just mentioned about the stuff that is going around, um, they are dealing with right now. And I'm sitting here feeling almost guilty because I feel great. Um, In your family, in your household, may I ask you which galloping crud is racing through the people you know? And um, my wife is ill a uh, very dear friend is ill, and another very dear friend is also very ill. And it, 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 it's just so, some of these things are like a, a seasonal situation. Some of them are um, signs of a more advanced disease process. But there are so many people who are just feeling like dog do right now. And if you doubt what I'm saying, try calling your general practitioner. (laughs) Good luck getting through, especially on a Monday morning or on a Friday afternoon when everybody, I need to talk to the doctor today. So are you and your family, and I I think a lot of people are talking about this, you and your family, are you dealing with the galloping crud? And if so, which branch of the galloping crud is it with which you are having to deal? 
Um, I'm curious because reading about these respiratory infections, especially among our children, is it's daunting and it's a little bit depressing because like you, I, I don't like I don't like seeing kids sick. And I know that they've got to build up their immune systems. I get it. But hey, I've got this thing for kids. I've got this thing for animals. Um, and I just don't like seeing them ill. 803-0930 is the phone number. I just want to start off the show with this and see if I get any traction on this. What is racing through your family? We've got news coming up on News Radio 930 WBEN, and then we're going to hopefully take some telephone calls from you, and you can give an update to Dr. Tom <clears throat> on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Little uh, deep dive into uh, Pink Floyd. All right, I guess I'll... uh, I, I have to... Dedicate that one to uh, a guy uh, who, um, and I think this is so sweet, and I, and I hope he doesn't mind that I tell the story on the air. The um, emails come to me as Michelle O'Neill, and I found out that this is actually a man, and Michelle was his late wife, and one of the ways in which he pays homage and tribute to his late wife is by kind of keeping her email alive. And I know for some of you that might sound goofy, but to me, I thought it was one of the sweetest stories I've ever heard. So when I receive an email from this dude, I tend to pay extra attention. Now, uh, I'm happy to tell you that I feel like a million bucks. So send me a million bucks. Now, I, I, I feel like a million bucks, but I know that many of you listening to this radio program right now in your very own families, you are experiencing the galloping crud that so many people are going through. And one of the things that people are very concerned with is uh, the respiratory stuff that is going around um and there's of course a lot of talk hey is this the new china virus is this is this just another covid situation well i think that that uh, is probably jumping the gun just a little bit but 
hey, when you can't breathe or when your breathing is labored, obviously, that's a big deal. But just just kind of curious in your family, and I'm not going to do this all day, but I absolutely wanted to put it out there as a topic option because I know so many people who have been afflicted. Are you dealing in any way, shape, or form with the galloping crud in your household? And it might be this respiratory infection. Every day, you've got about 88,000 new articles and this respiratory infection that is going around. Uh, You've got, of course, the uh, winter cold, the standard, hey, it's almost Christmas time, so perhaps my body will give in to this assault by this pathogen. Never happens at a good time, you know. It'll always happen right before you're about to fly to Hawaii or someplace. But in any event, uh, the galloping crud in your household, have you been hit by it? And I remember talking a little bit about this yesterday. And I thought yesterday, by the way, was a pretty darn good show. Um, But we did did talk about it yesterday. uh, And the idea... None of us as parents, we we don't want to hear our kids wheezing. We don't want to hear our kids struggling to breathe because I think we can all agree on the right, on the left, and in the center that breathing is a pretty important part of staying alive. Anybody want to debate that? Unless you've got gills. And I'm, I'm not sure how, how we do with the uh, steelhead audience in the lake. M- maybe we've got schools of steelhead that are listening to the Bowerly program and all of WBEN. I don't know. Maybe we're very big with the zebra mussel crowd. <laughs> Remember, we, we heard so much about zebra mussels. Um, they started, what, 25, 30 years ago. And here here is, and I don't mean to get too far into the weeds here on this one, but what the fascinating thing to a lot of us is about the zebra mussels is they are super invasive. And those of you who have boats or lake property, whatever the case may be, you know that these zebra mussels are really annoying. And they do kind of look like zebras. But then the positive side of the leisure, you know, we, we talk about unintended consequences a lot in talk radio. Well, this politician did X, Y, and Z without realizing that A, B, and C were going to follow suit. Um, and the zebra mussels, although invasive, and although that they like to gather on maritime stuff at the bottom in particular of our Great Lakes, they have cleaned up the environment of Lake Erie uh, in particular uh, to a level that probably hasn't been seen in maybe a few centuries. And I was reading this amazing article I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe it had to do with um, a shipwreck that they found on the bottom of, I think it was Lake Superior, but the wreck was a ship called the Africa. And it's just so, um, I guess serendipitous would be an appropriate word, that you're a scientist 
and you're studying the invasiveness of zebra mussels, okay? That is what you are tasked with doing. And you stumble across a shipwreck that was basically only visible as a shipwreck because of the very zebra mussels you have been studying. So it, it always, I don't know if, if you guys think about this, and not to get off on a tangent here, but I know this might shock those of you who only know what you read and other media sources about this radio station because, you know, we're clearly all a bunch of extreme right-wing lunatics who would chainsaw through a tree hugger in order to get wood to sell. I mean, that's the image they like to portray. But I assure you, and I think uh, local charter captain Jim Hanley and the people with Catwile, Citizens Against the Wind Turbines in Lake Erie, I think they will back me up on this. I am an ardent, an ardent environmentalist when it comes to the Great Lakes because for obvious reasons. The second largest supply of fresh water in the entire world is found right here in the Great Lakes region of the United States, right here in western New York. And those lakes, our Great Lakes, need as much protection as we can possibly give them. Because without fresh water, what are we? We're Arizona. We're New Mexico. We're parched. We're sitting there in the middle of some desert dying of thirst. Well, we need at all costs to maintain the cleanliness, the integrity, and all of the goodness of the Great Lakes as if our lives depend on the Great Lakes. Because you know why? Our lives do depend on the Great Lakes. We need fresh water. And if you don't think we need an abundant supply of fresh water, if you don't believe that we need to protect those lakes against pollution, if you think that I'm just blowing smoke out of my arse, um, I'm not. A simple uh, internet search will show you how vitally important our Great Lakes are. And if you don't know how important water is, fresh water uh, it's time. It Maybe you took an updated class on earth science. Remember you had to take earth science in 10th grade? Hey, today we're going to learn about rocks. This is a, oh, look at this. This is a, a sedimentary rock. Oh, look, here's some quartz. I mean, at the time, it might have sounded boring to you, but as you get older, you understand that that is a very valuable course. But Getting back to it, uh, the respiratory uh, situation that is uh, is around. And, and I, I needed to bring up the story about the shipwreck that was found uh, at the bottom of one of the Great Lakes because it, it, the Great Lakes not that long ago were doing interesting things like, oh, I don't know, catching fire, which is never a good thing. You might remember, if you're old enough, you might remember hearing about, hey, did you see the Buffalo River caught fire? My dad worked down there when the, when the Buffalo River was on fire. 
that's real stuff. That's real history. That's not exaggeration. So I'm a huge, huge believer in, I'm going to use the word sanctity of the Great Lakes. Without the Great Lakes, we, my friend, are in a world of absolute hurt. Okay? No ifs, no ands, no buts. We need that water. We need it to be clean. And in the name of all that is holy, my humble opinion, we need to make sure that these wind turbines do not get erected in any of our Great Lakes. That is my personal opinion because I am an ardent environmentalist when it does come to our big supply of fresh water. And I encourage anybody listening to this show to take an active interest and an active role because you are a stakeholder in the Great Lakes. Your family stakeholders in the Great Lakes. You live in any of the major metropolitan areas or the agricultural communities around the Great Lakes, and you need to appreciate, if you don't already, the vital, and that means necessary for life, the vital importance of these amazing fresh water ecosystems. Now, getting back on track, as far as the galloping crud situation. Now, I am very happy to tell you that I'm I'm doing fine. I'm as, uh, you know, I'm as sound as a pound. But, that was from Austin Powers, if that sounded kind of familiar. I didn't make that up. I just ripped it off from Mike Myers, whatever. But, in your family right now, as I speak to you, are you experiencing with your spouse, with your children, Maybe with a parent for whom you are, shall we say, responsible, getting them to doctor's appointments uh, and whatnot. Has your family yet been hit by the galloping crud? And if so, which of the galloping cruds have assaulted you and your humble immune system? Has it been the upper or lower GI situation? And look, you... I don't think I need to go into too many details on the GI situation because the um, it, it kind of speaks for itself. If you've got lower GI issues, yeah, um, it sounds like a foghorn in the middle of Lake Erie doing its thing. Uh, if you get the lower GI, not a lot of fun. Certainly not a lot of fun on a honeymoon, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but anyway, there's a story in there sometime, and maybe we'll get to it. But anyway, uh, there's also this respiratory thing that is going around. And um, it, it is it, it's almost every day um, you are seeing stories about an increase in the number of the, should I say, mystery respiratory infections, but they're, they're bad, and, and people are losing a lot of time off of work, and employers are, are missing when they most need to have fannies in the seats, when they most need to have service people who can help customers answer questions. They are being affected because they're not able to operate with a full 
uh, company-sized bunch of troops to go out there and sell, sell, sell. Do you have in your family, whether it is yourself, your spouse, your kids, uh, do you have any of these galloping cruds that are going around? And as I've said, and I, maybe I'm going to knock on wood. Maybe I'm cursing myself by even bringing this up. But I must tell you, so far, so good uh, in terms of the uh, late fall and early winterish kind of time here in western New York. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. What is, well, what's eating at you, Gilbert Grape? Okay, that was a very unsuccessful 1990s movie reference, and I'd just like to pretend the last three sentences didn't happen. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Bob in Buffalo on News Radio 930 WBEN. Roberto, welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. And what what are you going through with your family right now? Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so last week, I want to say Monday, I got like a little back of the throat tickle that kind of gives me, you know, the sign that oh God, you're going to get sick. And then, of course, Tuesday, everything kind of hit the fan. And uh, for me, it was just more of like the major congestion. And it lasted about a week. Like, I finally started feeling better probably Saturday was probably like 90% Sunday. Um, The weirdest symptom of it, though, which may lead me to believe it's potentially COVID. I didn't get a test or anything because at this point, what's the point? Um, But the weirdest symptom that I have, and it's still lingering even though I'm feeling fine, is this weird scent of vinegar in my nose. And anything that smells like vinegar, I don't know if you've ever smelled that really nasty bathroom caulk, but it just (laughs) smells like that really intense, burning vinegar smell and it kept me from eating anything good for the past week which was so annoying oh my love this is oh keep keep going because as you're talking about this vinegar scent in your nose that you can't shake i am reminded of a recent visit to a local music establishment uh the ladies room of all places emitted a stench that was kind of like every pigsty in the Midwest had been emptied (laughs) into it simultaneously. But please keep going with your story. Oh, well, that was a wonderful view. Thank you. uh, Thank you. Bon appetit because of you eating in your car. Exactly. And it's so funny because I live with my brother, and he was like, oh, you probably got the thing that I got a few weeks ago or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe. Because uh, he was feeling fine that whole last week. But then Sunday, he's like, guess what? I'm like, oh, no. So he's got it now. It doesn't seem like he has it as bad because, like, I missed so much work for it because I was just mm. sleeping all day. He seems to be all right. Like, he just has the sniffles and the headache and all that. But we loaded up on, like, Sudafed and Benadryl and all that, ibuprofen. And it seems to, you know, cut the symptoms and, you know, zinc and all that good stuff. But otherwise, yeah, it's just been kind of lousy it was not too bad you know you can fight through it but you know when you have to miss work for it it's more frustrating and annoying than anything 
Oh, you know what? You're you're talking to a guy, and and this this is where probably Tim Wenger is going to be yelling at his radio. You're talking to a guy. I hate calling in sick to work. And right now, Wenger, mm-hmm. Wenger, Wenger right now is saying, sure doesn't seem that way, Tom, when I look at your work record. But, no, I, I, hate, I hate calling in sick to work. And when you, call, when you have to call in sick because of what you would consider to be a minor inconvenience, it sucks. Mrs. Bowerly never calls in sick to work, ever. And, and she's missed two days in a row here. Yeah, and, like, for me, I'm a contractor, so it's not like oh. I have, you know, paid time off for sick days. So I was losing money as I'm, like, dying in bed, and I'm, like, punching myself trying to get up and get going. But, like, when you your work is physical, too, or, I mean, even for you, if it's, you know, throat-related, like, God forbid, oh. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of an inside joke here at the radio station, Bob. Uh, it I, I could break my leg and in some way, shape, or form, it would manifest itself in the larynx. Now, it, like, no oh, matter right. what, no matter what it is, it ends up in the larynx with me, which is frustrating as heck for me, and believe me, for my employer. But Krupnik, we're in Buffalo, Bob. Krupnik is okay. Is uh, I'm not going to endorse uh, alcohol as a cure-all. But I'm also not not going to endorse it. Um, Bob, I'd like to talk to you further after the news at 3, if you've got the time, because I've got the beer. Hold on. Sure. Uh, Bob in uh, Buffalo. We put him on hold there. All right, if you're just joining us, I wasn't going to do this topic. But the truth of the matter is my cell phone, about an hour before airtime, has been going nuts with people that I love and I know personally who don't usually get sick. And they're going through either upper GI, lower GI stuff. I almost said the other word, which would have actually been appropriate, um, but not by the FCC standards. Um, Have you dealt with the respiratory stuff, which is really scary, especially when it affects your kids, when you hear your kid, especially an infant, wheezing and trying to get breath, that that's tough. It, 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 I mean, we all went through it, but as you get older, you develop special fondness and affinities for uh, the next generation of Americans. What is the galloping crud going through your house right now? And uh, if you've got any home remedies, I mentioned Krupnik. I'd be willing to hear what you do to treat and I should also point out, let's see, what's the proper legal disclaimer? <clears throat> uh, no remedies suggested by any caller or host of this program should be construed as having any medical validity because these remedies have not been subject to the rigors of scientific testing. Eh? Is that all right? Off the top of my head? All right. We, we need to break coming up news on News Radio 930 WBEN. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to be with you. And, hey, if you're not feeling all that well today, I hope that the show is at least letting you know you're not alone. I'm fine, but you, got, you guys are the sick ones. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.